Well, we read the New South Wales government took just months to approve some 900 schools for air conditioning before the last election, but almost three years to reject the vast majority of schools that applied in a second round held shortly afterwards. Education Minister Sarah Mitchell told Parliament yesterday that just 15 of the 447 schools that submitted applications under round two of the half a billion dollar Cooler Classrooms program in early 2019 had received approval. Only 15 out of 447. The schools have been waiting almost three years for the results of their application. Jesus. Prue Carr is the Shadow Education Minister. G'day, Prue. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Marcus? Not bad. Look, I would have thought, uh, you know, a government with as big a checkbook as Dominic Perrottet's would mm-hmm. be able to find the money uh, to accommodate these schools. I, I don't know too many public servants offices around New South Wales, both in the city and out in the regions that go without air conditioning. Well, that's true. And the real key point here is that all these schools were really promised this air conditioning. You know, the government made a big deal about it at the election, you know, encouraged all the schools to apply and now we have almost 400 that are just sort of left waiting and the fear is that has the money for the program actually run out are they ever going to get this air conditioning you know the government seems to be able to go into debt to pay for everything else but when it comes to air conditioning um, kids classrooms it's just a very low order priority The units installed under the project not only cool and heat rooms, but they also alert teachers about when more fresh air is needed, a key factor Mm. in reducing COVID-19 risk, and they help circulate fresh air throughout the room. Some of the rejected applications come from schools that have no air-conditioned classrooms and are heated in winter with unflued gas heaters, which pose health risks for kids with asthma or allergies, Prue. Well, Exactly right. On both those issues that you've raised, Marcus, when you think about the fact that government have been so slow to install the air purifiers, isn't this, wouldn't this be urgent to get ventilation systems in classrooms? And when it comes to the, the unflued gas heaters, these are actually dangerous. The government has promised time and time again to remove them, yet there are still schools with them because they don't have any other heating systems. It's, it's just ludicrous that we are going to have a situation where there potentially are hundreds of schools where there is not one classroom that has been air-conditioned. Well, the government says that they have air-conditioned more than 900 schools. That's almost half of the state's 2,200 public schools. Why can't the whole lot of them get air-conditioning? Especially when they promise to do it. Like, it's just, you know, when people are led to believe one thing and then it turns out to be another, that's also, like, just so much of the frustration, you know. And we've been digging and digging and digging on this issue and we've had to put in questions after questions and after ask the minister in question time for the, to get some sort of answer on this as school communities wait more than two years for some sort of answer from the New South Wales government. Yeah. Look, we know that some PNC uh, groups... Um, they raise money in their local communities and some oh. have raised enough to install air conditioning themselves. But because they were promised ahead of the last yeah. state election, they were, you know, they were promised that their school would be air conditioned. They thought, OK, well, we'll just raise money for other things and not worry about it for the air conditioning, thinking that the government would go ahead and, you know, and uphold its promise to put air conditioning in. It hasn't. And as a result, a lot of schools have still gone without 
Well, I mean, PNCs were actually actively told not to raise money for air conditioning by principals uh, because principals were doing the right thing and um, doing what the government suggested and applying under this program. So where um, PNCs could have actually contributed, not that that should have to be the case ever, but where PNCs could have contributed, they've missed that opportunity. So imagine being a parent at a school when you're in that situation. As we head into sending schools, uh, students back into our schools and to summer in some parts of Western Sydney that have gone through the ringer with the lockdown that yeah. are boiling, are boiling in mm. November and December. Well, that's right. Apparently the cut-off uh, was 30 degrees, but, but even 28, 29 degrees is still damn hot. And, of course, the optimal learning temperature for children is between 22 and 24 degrees. Children basically learn nothing when it gets up over 30 to 32, 35 degrees in the classroom. They might as well go home. Yeah, I mean, any parent that has had one of their children in a hot classroom knows exactly, you know, just how difficult that can be. I mean, and how hard for our teachers as well. At the end of the day, that's their that's their workplace. I mean, it's ludicrous to suggest that 30 um, degrees in the classroom should be the cutoff. You know, by the time you get to 30 degrees in the classroom, it, it's it's pretty damn hot. Yep. Just before I let you go, Pru, I've got a note here from one of my regional listeners, Sue, who says, Marcus, can you please ask Pru why the Education Minister wants to merge the schools in Merwillumba? It's not... Good question. Yeah, yeah. It, she goes on to say, Pru, it's not what the locals want. Did the Minister no. consult the people and the school community? Thanks. No, I mean, I've been up there and met with the parents uh, in Mwilambar about this ridiculous situation. Uh, they did not consult at all. In fact, they went to an election promising an upgrade to one of the existing schools, went slow on that, and then it was all uncovered using the parliament. But yeah. actually, they were going to uh, merge them into one mega school. Totally not acceptable. Yesterday, it was uncovered that actually, as a result of that, there's going to be a loss of around 20 teachers. I mean, this is, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really bad plan from day dot and I really commend the local community for standing up against this. Yep. All right, good to have you on as always, Prue. We'll talk again in the coming weeks. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. Shadow Education Minister Prue Carr. She's also uh, the Deputy Leader of the Labor Party in New South Wales. So what about your local school? Uh, does it have uh, air conditioning in its classrooms? If it does, Great. If not, how long have you been waiting and how frustrating it, it, it is it for the school community? Uh, do your kids come home all hot and sweaty and cranky and annoyed? Uh, I mean, we don't put up with it in the private sector. I wouldn't imagine there'd be any private schools at all in the state of New South Wales that don't have air conditioning. Why on earth should we be putting up with it in the, the public sector? I mean, we're at a point now, surely, where every single school... Uh, obviously, the new schools are built with air conditioning included, and that's great, that's fine, makes perfect sense. But the older schools, the ones that have been around, the old stock, if you like, uh, they need air conditioning, particularly in those bloody demountables.